Welcome to the program. This is Mark Lipton Walter. This is Fundamentally Mormon. Uh, we are going to be reading Revelation of December 25th, 1884, of the book Revelations 1880 to 1890, pages 15 through 16. And I'll put on the reader program and then I'll read it myself. Uh, this is the last two pages of this book. I don't know why. Um, it seems like the first part was more detailed and it had all of the revelations of the 1880 to 1890s in it, but, uh, it is what it is. So anyway, um, I think I'm not sure which book I want to read next. Um, I was thinking Michael Adam would be a good one. Mysteries of creation is always a good one. Uh, I've read it, um, multiple times. Uh, throughout the years uh, before I started doing these radio show podcasts um, and multiple times, you know, during the kingdom of God or nothing days and now in to fundamentally Mormon days, I was thinking maybe, well, mysteries of creation, uh, Jesus was married is a really good one. I really enjoy that one. And I think that a lot of people would like that. Um, but I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Um, so just before I get into the reading. Um, so my wife had COVID. And everybody had to stay home for a week or whatever it was. I think it's seven days for the kids. I was supposed to be quarantined for 10 days. I worked through my quarantine. And... I didn't have no, I had no contact with anybody. Um, and uh, I used Lysol to completely clean out the truck every day. And anyway, so um, got done with the quarantine. Everybody got tested. Uh, everybody's negative. And I didn't have the antibodies for it. So I guess I haven't had it, even though I thought that I probably had. Um, but it turns out that uh, the pastors at the church that we enjoy attending uh, once or twice a month, uh, they all have it. Their whole family has it, and it's not looking good for one of them. It's really bad, actually. Uh, he has diabetes. Uh, he's on an insulin pump. And I hope he makes it through. Um, I offered to uh, give him a blessing and uh, all that, but they're going to do what they're going to do. I guess they had their, you know, their anointing and their Pentecostals. So anyway, but I think it's interesting because my wife had it for about five days before she went in. And the only reason she went in is because she had a lot of sinus pressure and she wanted to see if she could get some antibiotics. And they insisted that she get tested. So she got tested. And I was with her. So I got tested. I was negative. She was positive. Um, I hugged her and kissed her on the lips multiple times before she got tested. And never got it. And uh, she wasn't doing really well at all. 
and she wanted to go in to get these uh, antibody transfusion thing that they've got going on and I she asked me what I thought and I thought that she should study it out and this is what I always tell her and everybody else study it out to the best of your ability make a decision and tell God what you're going to do and then if the spirit withdraws from you don't do it so she goes in and I drop her off because I'm not allowed to be in the hospital and she's in there for about two hours and she read all the paperwork for this uh, experimental transfusion thing that they wanted her to do and she just had a bad feeling about it so she prayed about it and it anyway long story short she didn't get it so about nine or ten o'clock at night um she asks me if i'll give her a blessing uh well while we're driving and i said okay and i reached over and i gave her a blessing in the car nothing special and I just commanded her to be healed and commanded her body to be healed. And she thanked me and thought that that was rather quick because usually, uh, you know, I'll prepare myself to give a blessing. But I just felt like that's how it should be done. And no oil or anything. Anyway, about four o'clock in the morning, I was downstairs because she didn't want me to sleep with her and um i was supposed to be at work that night anyway uh i didn't go to work that night because i had been up and i was tired but i was still awake anyway about four in the morning she texts me and i'm downstairs on the couch reading and she says that she feels a lot better and that day the next day she was over it and uh, she told our friends that, you know, that I gave her that blessing and that she got over it like that. And uh, they're like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. But they didn't want me to give them a blessing. So it is what it is. Also, our babysitter and her husband and son have it and they're all really bad. So um, I haven't had a babysitter for a while. And so what that means is I usually get home around four in the morning. I take a shower and go to bed as soon as I can. And I uh, sleep until my two-year-old little boy decides that he's going to wake up around 10 or 11. And then, excuse me, I'll be up with him. I'll change his diaper, get him food and watch cartoons with him which he loves. And uh, around two, uh, he goes down for a nap and I sleep. And that happens until about four. And then I get up, take a shower, get my stuff ready and go to work by five. And then I work till three, three thirty in the morning and then get home at four and do the same thing. So with all of that being said, I've just been exhausted Uh, And then for, so that was Sunday through Friday. And then Friday, I actually stayed out for a full 14-hour shift and uh, got 67.5 hours 
on my logbook for that week and uh, actually did pretty well for the week, but um, just it's uh, exhausting. I I love driving truck. I just don't like the long, long hours, but it is what it is, and um, I understand why the long hours are required because the truck is worth 130 to 150 thousand dollars, and the trailers are worth 250 thousand dollars, and those payments have to be made. So you run, and you want to get profit on top of that, plus um, any maintenance that has to be done comes out of the profit. So when all said and done, you know my company's still making some pretty decent profit, but um, if the drivers don't put in the loads, then things don't work out. So I just wish I could be a part-time truck driver and I wish I could haul coal and part-time being like eight hours a day. That's part-time for a truck driver. But anyway, so I'm doing what I I'm doing what I need to do and I've neglected the show and then I've also been kind of burned out of this book. I mean, we read part 1 and got through all the revelations and then part 2 is just the same revelations but with less historical facts. So it's kind of redundant, I think. But when I start a book, I'm going to finish a book. So we're doing what we're doing. Anyway, um, I don't know which book I'm going to read next. Um, also, by the way, um, so iTunes drops off podcasts after two years. And with my old radio show, uh, things got deleted, even though the shows, you can see that the shows were there. But when you try to go to the audio, there's no audio because they've deleted the audio. So what I've been doing is um, screen recording them and posting the screen recordings of the shows onto YouTube. And if you're interested in listening to those shows and other things that I've decided that I really enjoy and I'm sharing... um, you can find my YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash user forward slash God is my compass and uh, find those shows. I've been, I probably, well, I don't know how many I've done in this last week, but um, week and a half, two weeks, whatever it's been, but I've been able to get a bunch of shows up on the YouTube and I enjoy, I like the YouTube because things don't get deleted. I have a YouTube channel from back in 2008 where it's just me and my friend singing karaoke and just goofing around. And those videos are still up. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the channel name is because it's kind of a little bit embarrassing just because we're being dorks. But um, they're still up. They don't have hardly any views, but they're still there. And um, I don't know. I just, uh, YouTube is, uh, they shadow ban me, so it's hard to find my stuff. But they don't delete my stuff, usually. 
uh, they have deleted things um, hist- like some of the stuff that I've read that has to do with uh, race and the priesthood and all of that like just because I'm reading the stuff and talking about it because there's like words in there that they don't like uh, they'll delete the videos and send me a warning or whatever so but for the most part, they leave my stuff alone, and uh, it's it's you know that way I don't I don't lose it when things get deleted because it's been so many years since I've done the shows. If none of my stuff had been deleted, I would have had over a thousand shows, way more over a thousand shows. But a lot of it was deleted because of the way things. Way, the way blog talk radio is so anyway um let's get into this uh revelation of december 25th 1884 and it's just pages 15 and 16 and the reader program uh reads it in about three minutes so we'll get to that and then i'll give a reading and if there's any commentary i have then at that point i'll go to that so here we go Revelation of December the 25th, 1884 of Revelations 1880-1890, pages 15-16 to Revelation of December the 25th, 1884, given through John Taylor, Salt Lake City Revelation given through John Taylor to instruct the families to put themselves in order and obey his law in order to receive blessing and protection from the Lord. A day of judgment and sorrow soon to overtake this and other nations. The Lord will sustain the righteous. 1. There are some things that ought to be put right. 2. Some time ago there was word given for the brethren and their families to put themselves in order before the Lord. And it is necessary that these things should be carried out, for there has been a negligence in some of these matters. 3. And if my people and priesthood desire my blessing, and guidance, and protection, they must and shall be subject to my law. 4. And it is necessary that the various quorums of the priesthood should place themselves right before me, saith the Lord. 5. And that as individuals they should place themselves in that position, for if they do not they have no claim upon my blessing or my protection. 6. A day of trouble, and anxiety and sorrow, and judgment will soon overtake this nation and other nations, it is nigh at hand. And the inhabitants of Zion must purge themselves from iniquity, folly, covetousness, and vanity, and listen to and obey my laws, or they cannot have my protection. 7. For I, the Lord, will not be mocked, but the wrongdoer shall receive the just recompense of reward, and the sinners in Zion shall be afraid. 8. And fearfulness shall also take hold of the wicked and the ungodly that are in your midst. 9. And if you, my people, obey my law and keep my commandments, to do them not in name only, but in reality, I will be your shield and protector, and your strong tower and no man shall be able to hurt you, for I will be your defense. 10. Therefore, humble yourselves before me, and purify yourselves, that your acts and doings may be acceptable before me. 11. 
for if you do not you will share in the condemnation of the wicked. 12. Therefore, listen to the counsel of those whom I have appointed, and seek not your own will and way, but the will of the Lord your God. 13. For by him only can you be sustained in the time of trouble which is just approaching. Even so, Amen. Okay, so that was pretty quick. So I'll just read it now, and then we'll have, uh, I'll just read with my own commentary. Revelation of December 25th, 1884, pages 15 through 16 of part 2. Revelation of December 25th, 1884, given through John Taylor, Salt Lake City, Utah. Revelation given through John Taylor to instruct the families to put themselves in order and obey his law in order to receive blessings and protection from the Lord. A day of judgment and sorrow soon to overtake this and other nations. The Lord will sustain the righteous. Verse 1. There are some things that ought to be put right. Some time ago, there was word given for the brethren and their families to put themselves in order before the Lord, and it is necessary that these things should be carried out, for there has been a negligence in some of these matters. Verse 3, And if my people and priesthood desire my blessings and guidance and protection, they must and shall be subject to my law. So they could have had protection from God, but he was going to allow them to go through some time of persecution to test them. But if they would have been obedient, he would have protected them uh, after the time of, of testing. But they didn't. They didn't trust him enough to keep his word. They decided that they would just go with what the Gentiles were pushing upon them. So anyway, verse 4, And it is necessary that the various quorums of the priesthood should place themselves right before me, saith the Lord. 5. And that as, as individuals they should place themselves in that position, for if they do not, they have no claim upon my blessings or my uh, protection. Verse 6, a day of trouble and anxiety and sorrow and judgment will soon overtake this nation and other nations. It is nigh at hand, and the inhabitants of Zion must purge themselves from iniquity, folly, covetousness, and vanity, and listen to and obey my laws, or they cannot have my protection. So, if the saints would have been obedient in gathering, uh, the saints of Europe would have came to America and they would have escaped all of the turmoil and sorrow of World War One and World War Two. but they didn't listen. Some of them did, and those families still have people upon the earth. Others didn't, and their families were completely wiped out because they weren't obedient. Um, let's see here. Oh, also... Um, He's telling them to uh, purge themselves of iniquity, folly, covetousness, and vanity. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. In the Hebrew mindset, which is God's mindset, 
the word iniquity means to depart from the path laid out. So when God tells us that if you'll be equal in all things, like if you'll be assigned people, you must be equal in all things. And it is not given for one man to own that which is above another, wherefore the, wherefore the whole world lieth in sin. Well, when they decide they're going to ignore those uh, instructions, that is what is iniquity. When people justify their bad actions and say, oh, that's not for us, that's iniquity. When God says that plural celestial marriage is required for exaltation and people make excuses as to why it's not, that's iniquity. That's what he wants you to repent from. But most people in the church don't even know that these things are required because of the correlated doctrine that the church has put out because they are making excuses. But the information's out there. Saints who are diligent in their studies, they're going to find the truth. Saints who are not diligent and just go along with the correlated curriculum, they're not going to find the truth. In order for there to be a Zion people, and in order for Zion to be redeemed, according to Genesis chapter 9 of the Joseph Smith translation, there has to be a people who will live all that God has commanded. That has to happen, people. The church isn't going to do it. They haven't been doing it. In fact, they continue to change the endowments and the washings and the anointings. They've changed the gospel. Uh, They've done a lot of things to try to become popular with the Gentiles because they're interested in quantity, not quality. When they talk about 16 million members of the church and 90% of the roles, I mean, people don't go to church for years and years and years, and they don't even know where these people are, and they'll keep them on the rolls till they're 110 years old before they drop them off. Well, there's not 16 million members of the church. There might be 3 to 5 million active, but it's nowhere near 16 million. That And 3 to 5 million active would be fine if the people were obedient. But they're not. They just go along with the program, and there are no united orders. Um, doctrines are changed. Nobody stands up for truth because you can't criticize them. You know, even though they'll say that they can't lead you astray and just trust them and follow them. But then they say that Heber C. Kimball and John Taylor and Brigham Young and all of these people did lead the church astray because they had antiquated doctrines that whatever, it doesn't matter what your excuse is. If the doctrines were true, like the Adam-God doctrine, which is still taught in the endowment, if it's true, then who cares if they're antiquated, they're true. But they were taught in the church for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years, depending on whatever the doctrine is, but then they were eventually done away with. Well, just because they were done away with didn't mean they weren't true. And then you get leaders of the church in, you know, later on, like Heber J. Grant or whoever, Spencer W. Kimball, Bruce R. McConkie, 
and they say, you know, that what Brigham Young taught was false doctrine. Well, I guess he led the church astray with false doctrine, right? Oh, but I thought the church couldn't lead the members astray. I thought the leaders couldn't lead the church astray. But you're saying that Brigham Young did? It doesn't make any sense unless they're lying, which they are. And I know a lot of people can't deal with that because they have this prophet worship thing going on. But uh, I don't know. It's sad. Anyway, verse 7. For I, the Lord, will not be mocked, but the wrongdoer shall receive the just recompense of reward, and the sinners in Zion shall be afraid. So we're on page 16, which is the last page of this book, and we're on verse 8. And the fearfulness shall also take hold of the wicked and the ungodly that are in your midst. Verse 9, And if you, my people, obey my law and keep my commandments to do them, not in name only, but in reality, I will be your shield and protector in your strong tower, and no man shall be able to hurt you, for I will be your defense. Verse 10, therefore, humble yourselves before me and purify yourselves that your acts and doings may be acceptable before me. Verse 11, and if you do not, you will share in the condemnation of the wicked. So he's told us over and over and over again to come out of Babylon the Great. He doesn't want us to be part of it. He wants us to be a pure, holy, kadosh people a separated people, not to be mingling in Babylon the Great. And he says, if you don't come out of her, you'll be partakers of her plagues and her sins. And you're seeing that today. Whether you know it or not, there are spiritual plagues and physical plagues that are going throughout the world. Um, All you have to do is look at the lunatics on the left, but it's also on the right as well. There is a spirit of of lunacy, a spirit of delusion in this world, and it has gotten worse since these, well, it's gotten worse since 2015, but it started in 2013 when the ordinances and priesthood of all the holy people were severed, which is talked about in Daniel chapter 12, where the man clothed in linen in the last days raises his arms to the square and scatters or severs the power, priesthood, of all the holy people. That was prophesied to happen. It happened in 2013. I am the man clothed in linen. So, and I did that using the authority God gave me when I saw him in 2003, and he put his physical hands upon my physical head and sealed me up into himself and gave me the fullness of the priesthood with all the keys of the priesthood in the kingdom. So I had the authority to do what he asked me to do later in 2013, which was done. So, and I'm sorry if that hurts your tender little feelings. It is what it is. It was prophesied to happen. Prophecy has been fulfilled. So anyway, but verse 12, Therefore listen to the counsels of those whom I have appointed, and seek not your own will or and way, <clears throat> but the will of the Lord your God. Verse 13, last verse. For by him 
only can you be sustained in the time of trouble, which is just approaching. Even so, amen. All right, so that's the end of the program for today. Um, Since I'm just doing podcasts from now on, I'm just not even worrying about the music at all. Um, It doesn't really work very well when I'm just doing the recordings and I've got to play the music from a... uh, from my tablet basically to the recorder on the phone and it sounds like crap as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, this is just going to be a reading podcast from now on. Um, if I have some reason to do a live show, I'll do a live show. But if I don't have a reason because people don't call in anyway, then it's just going to be a podcast. Um, I will post this on my Facebook wall and um, my pages on Facebook. Now, uh, I did say it last week, but I have archived a bunch of my Facebook groups. And basically, I just did a screenshot of LDS Last Days Prophecy and Gospel Discussions. And I said, if if you enjoy the content of this, of this group, uh, go ahead and go to that group to whatever it's the largest group i have it's got over four thousand people in it i know lds last days prophecy and gospel discussions had between one to two thousand people in it but i think that there's a lot of people that are in both groups so anyway um i'm just i'm post i'm trying to not have to spend so much time posting in all these different places um, if you enjoy the content, then you can go there and find the content. I'll put the uh, the text to the reading on my Tumblr account at tumblr.com forward slash fundamentally Mormon. So if you want to read it, you can, re- you can go read it there or you can go to ogdenkraut.com and find it there. So thank you for listening to the program. Take care, everyone, and we'll come back on maybe tomorrow. I don't know. And hopefully I can figure out what book I'm going to read. Uh, If you want to, excuse me, if you want to message me on Facebook and request a book, you can find me on facebook.com forward slash L-A-Z-U-R-U-S 1977. I do check all my messages every day. So if you have a book that you want me to read, let me know there before I do my next program, which will probably be tomorrow morning. So, anyway, with that being said, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Take care. God bless. And goodbye.